My name is Isabel Sabe. I'm the managing editor of the team. I'm here with Lara Raz. Hello, Lara. Hello. And Tom Rogers. Hello, Tom. Hi. Uh, Lara and Tom report on the German and UK power and gas markets for us. We're actually here to talk about the fact that prices seem to, well, they've been falling to record lows for a long time. Then there were signs in November that maybe they'd bottomed out for winter and found some support. But I understand that recently there has been another bearish turn in the markets. Is that right? Um, well, at least sort of on the on the NDP side, we had the uh, the big downturn starting at the beginning of October, and like you mentioned, we got to these sort of really record lows early November, um, and that was all related to a lot of LNG being hedged onto the market, and all this liquefaction capacity coming online in the US and Australia. And that was maybe more of a realisation that European demand is not going to be quite catching up with this massive supply. But I think this, we had this level, we had that support, I think after that first cold spell in winter. I think now it's just that it's really warm, basically, at least on the gas side. It's been above seasonal norms throughout December. The interesting, interesting thing is Britain is that this past week we've actually had just about, we've had net injections into storage, which um, which people in the market have quoted as being quite crazy considering that December is usually time when you're looking to withdraw and balance the system. Yeah, when we actually take this gas out and use it, I suppose is a question. Exactly. Uh, Laura, is this the same story in Germany, in the German power market? Uh, yeah, there's a similar picture on the German power market. There were signs of stabilisation, at least for the frontier, in the yeah, few weeks ago. And for several weeks, prices, they moved at a quite narrow range despite bearish fundamentals actually and traders thought perhaps frontier would be range bound or go slightly down until the end of the year because there is perhaps some uh, hedging from buyers who want to secure their supply or close their positions before before the end of the year but after OPEC made this decision not to cut uh, oil production uh, coal prices broke new record low uh, and coal prices are linked to oil prices because of uh, transport costs and via general sentiment. And after this, German prices also have been very bearish. Okay, so I suppose it's been a long kind of period of new record lows being hit quite consistently. I mean, it's been a very clear downward trend. What do you think is the outlook for winter? I mean, what are traders saying? Do they think? Do they see a bottom? It's hard to say, obviously, with any sort of with any sort of outlook. But I mean, it's been such a bearish year across commodities. I mean, Lara mentioned oil, and that's impacting gas prices as well. I think a lot of it on the gas side again depends on on, on the on the weather side, especially in Britain. If we have another mild another mild winter, then we've got you know really full storage stocks, and what does that mean going forward? Um, but I think the uh, the case is basically that we're going to have a period of oversupply for the next few years, and it's sort of a buyer's market, basically. When, when will the first US LNG come, do people know? So I think it's sort of early early next year. Is, early um, next year, yeah. When they're starting to come in. Um, the way the LNG market is, obviously it's very global. And then all this Australian capacity come online, that's obviously its prime market would be Asia. And if demand is looking like it's not going to grow as much as people thought it might, then that's going to make its way over to Europe because, you know, we're the sink, I guess, of LNG. We've got all this regasification capacity that's gone unused for the last five years and it looks like we're set to start using that. Okay. Lara, I was interested to understand how this impacts um, profit margins for German plants, which I understand are very squeezed anyway. 
um, how, how, how is that looking now with these power prices? Profit margin margins are not looking good for a long time already for gas-fired generation. It's not possible to make a profit with baseload generation. Of course, on the short-term market, you can have temporary prices with which you can make money, but it's just too short time. Uh, as for coal-fired generation, it's still profitable. It's still profitable for baseload, because uh, yeah. I suppose kind of the assumption had been for a long time that, okay, coal for baseload will be in the money. You wouldn't really look to switch it on just for, for peak hours, and maybe the flexibility of the plants wouldn't be there to do that anyway. Uh, yeah, but uh, also uh, clean dark spreads, so which measure a uh, measure of profitability of coal-fired power plants, which takes into account the cost of emissions, have been falling for especially for years 17 and 18. Uh, and uh, I have heard from some experts that uh, some coal plants might be shutting down even when spreads are positive because uh, Germany has several old coal-fired power plants that need refurbishment to be able to continue operating and they might decide not to do these refurbishments with those prices. So w what is it that you know, a, a seller is really hoping for? A white Christmas? Is that the only thing that would really pull prices up? Yeah, that's, that's at least in the, in the near term, that's what they'd, they'd be looking out for, I guess. Good. Well, on that festive note, then I think that's all we have uh, time for today. Many thanks, Laura and Tom. Cheers. Thanks. For more news uh, on energy markets, please log on to our website, www.isis.com.